0: Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga Athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. We are set for Week One of Mox Football. Chattanooga opens up the season Saturday night. They take on Wofford inside Finley Stadium with a kickoff set for six o'clock. We hope to see you there, six o'clock Saturday night. Mox. And Wofford, look forward to having you uh, come join us inside uh, Finley Stadium. Chattanooga opens the season against a Southern Conference opponent. It's happened before, but it hasn't happened often in the history of Chattanooga football. So looking for a big crowd, looking for a loud crowd on Saturday night as uh, Chattanooga will open up the season. We got a chance this week to sit down and talk with a head football coach in Rusty Wright. He's our guest this week on Mox on the Mic you've had uh, look you, you've been through your share of season openers as a player and, a, and as an assistant and a head coach now do you do you still get excited about it
1: yeah yeah sure you do I mean that's the thing is you only get so many you know trips around the Sun and there's only so many times you can say we opened up the season and did it and you yeah sure you do I mean it's it's why you do what you do we only get 11 opportunities and you got to be excited for it so I'm yeah I mean that's that's the thing I am I'm excited to go watch this group go
0: what has you? What encourages what encourages you the most about this
1: team? Just how they've handled things since January. I mean, I think uh, you know the day to day of them trying to do things right since we got back in January and through the summer and through fall camp um, gives gives me hope that good football's coming. You know, good football's coming. We got enough good players and spots to where I think if we continue on this track, good football's coming.
0: Would it be okay to characterize last year, and in particular, the the fact you guys missed the playoffs? That was disappointing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, look here. The ultimate goal is to win the Southern Conference and win a national championship. That's the ultimate goal. So anytime you don't, it's going to be disappointing. I mean, the one thing, you know, that we can't lose fact of is we are getting better. Somehow, some way. we are getting this program better. I'm not going to take that away from what we've done since we've been here. But, yeah, I mean, that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is win the Southern Conference every year. I mean, that's the only reason we strap it up. I mean, it doesn't matter if you pick first or pick last. That's the ultimate goal for the nine of us that are in the or eight of us that are in the league to go get it done. And uh, we've got to go figure that out, how to go get that done. What's different about this team? Very little drama. They just show up every day and go to work and that's what's been good is it doesn't matter if it's 110 out or 20 below out or what we're doing if it's full pads or it's helmets or it's uh, getting in the weight room and doing or it's going to study hall or it's going to tutoring or it's going to class they show up and do what they're supposed to do
0: you know we've talked about it before and again you've got a nice mix of some true freshmen coming in you've got a mix of transfers coming in can you talk about that balance of, of finding that right mix of guys to bring in?
1: Or do you know what it is yet? I, well, I'm, I'm not sure you know what it is from year to year. I think it changes uh, based on needs, and I just think that's the way college football at our level is kind of matriculating and going. Um, I, I think you're in a position, you know, especially schools our size or, or our level, uh, you, you still got to sign high school kids. You still got to have a core group of people that you can, that you know are going to be with you and do those kind of things. But then you're still going to have to go plug holes because people can leave now. And uh, you know, with the COVID year and all that kind of st- stuff still throwing a wrench in things because guys have graduated and they can come in and go, you know what? I got my degree. I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. Those, those issues still pop up, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it, it is what it is. Uh, but you know, I, I don't know if there's a right formula for it per se. I just know I got to try and figure out what's best for us at the time. And that time can change. I mean, it could change from March to April, April to June, you know, in July. I mean, you just, you just try and go and get it figured out. With everything that's going on in college athletics, college football in particular, are
0: you concerned about FCS level football?
1: I'm, I'm concerned of the quality. Of FCS football before it's all said and done, there's still we're still going to have football at this level, whatever level, whatever they decide to call it at that point in time. I don't know, and I sit in on all those committee meetings to go through all this stuff. Um, I'm concerned if the way the NIL stuff is going at the bigger levels, and their you know walk ons are getting money at those levels, and and if they decide to increase scholarship limits at those levels what the quality of our football will look like down the
0: road. How many guys have you got that have name, image, and likeness deals? Do I you know? have no
1: idea. We got some, but I have no idea. I don't even keep up with that. Talk about on the field for a minute. What do you expect from Wofford? Oh, well, I mean, you know, it's it's Wofford. They're going to be sound fundamentally and do what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a mystery of what we're going to truly see and I think that's going to be a, a key is how fast we adjust to what the new style of offense it seems like they seem to be doing and uh, from listening to those guys talk you know during the fall camp videos about the new things they're doing schematically defensively. So um, that will be the thing is us getting adjusted to that because it doesn't sound like it's going to be the same thing, the same old Wofford teams we've seen.
0: Does it change anything for your guys during the summer knowing it's a it's a conference opponent right out of the gate? Is there a little more intensity or focus?
1: Well, I, again, I, I think this group has just went about their business no matter what is going on. And uh, they know, you know, I mean, I don't have to bring it up. They know who we're playing first game. And it's, it's odd because it seems like we just played them, you know, last week, but it was ten months ago. But uh, – they know what's at stake every time we go out on the field and we play an elite game. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's the first game or the 10th game. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing. They know what's at stake, and I'm sure they'll be up for it and ready, and I'm looking forward to watching them go play. It's I don't think you can talk
0: about this team and, and not talk about a, a couple of guys. Let's start with uh, McClendon Curtis, who's a, a local kid that has come in and Kind of bided his time early on. You couldn't help but miss him when he was a freshman, because even then he was the biggest kid on the sideline. Uh, but he's blossomed into a guy now that's going to get a chance to be able to play some at the at the next level, possibly. The the maturity that you have seen from him since you've been here
1: with uh, with McClendon. Yeah, I mean, I I think you know you've seen him grow since we got here in nineteen. You know in it was kind of like he wasn't sure where he fit, you know, and we kind of forced him into being in a guy, you know, a guy in a spot and and you can see him gradually getting better, and you watched him grow in nineteen and then twenty he got a little better. and then last year he had a pretty good year and and I think uh, he realized, you know, hey, there's a chance for me to keep going. You know, if I stick to this and continue to get better, and then you see what happens with Cole last year. And and um, that's the thing is it, it says a lot for McClendon to hang around here this long, from being here. And I don't even know what year he signed, probably 17, 18, something like that. But, uh, you know, he was he's, he's worked hard in a lot of different areas. He's two classes short getting his master's degree, you know. And uh, I think they got an office for him down there somewhere on the second floor or something, you know. So, but uh, couldn't be prouder of a guy. And like I said, he's – He's the type of guy you want around and you want in your program. Not because he's a good player, because he's a good human being. I mean, it, it helps. Don't get me wrong. It helps. He's a really good player. But, uh, you know, we, we love him to death, and he's, he's going to be missed as, as much as anything just by watching that smile come through the door every day. Not to mention the fact that he's a local kid that that chose to stay home and, and be a part of it here. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's even better. You know, hopefully all of them, People that know him and see him, you're like, well, you can get there and do things just hanging around Chattanooga and getting it figured out. Devonche Maxwell, the other guy that, I mean, clearly
0: he, uh, there's a couple of guys that are just built a little different uh, from, from other guys. A little bit about Devontae. What what's the ceiling for him? Or is there one?
1: Well, I think uh, he's another one that has made himself better over the last two or three years. Cause when we first got here, um, I didn't think he practiced very hard. I just thought he was kind of going through it. Maybe that was the, you know, being young. Uh, I thought he had more in him at practice to get more out of him in a game. Um, and I think he bought into that fact of understanding, hey, if I go hard and practice and do these things in practice, this is going to show up for me in a game. And uh, another one that has just grown and become, you know, a really good football player, but another one that's even a better person, you know. And I, I think his limit, his ceiling is is it's going to be up to him when it's all said and done. If he'll push himself and apply himself and and do those things, I expect him to break the Southern Conference sack record this year. I mean, I expect him to figure out a way to be the best player on defense again in this league, and he has that ability.
0: Ty Beck, a guy that is uh, will will have his name in some record books or certainly on some career list by the time he leaves here. What's he meant? to you during his his time here? Yeah,
1: well, I've known Ty's dad for a long time, you know, and, and watching him grow up and watching him play. And we had him down at camp at Georgia State and all that. And, and you know, I remember when he signed here and, and all the stuff that was going on when that happened. And just to see how far that young man's come, you know, in the time he's been here to the type of young man he is today. Again, another one just as a human being. But he's, he's a complete football player you'll be hard-pressed to find a better linebacker in this league. I think he's probably hands down, you know, one of the best linebackers, if not the best in the league. And I think between him and Cam Jones, that's the two best in this league.
0: A limb forward. How different is a limb last year to this
1: year? Still runs hard. (laughs) You know, uh, he's a little more focused and, uh, He's trimmed down a little bit. I don't think there's an ounce of body fat anywhere on him. I mean, even between his toes, I don't think he's got any body fat on him. Um, but, um, you know, is the drive and the determination in that young man every day of what he does and how he lives life is just phenomenal. I mean, it is. And his goal is to be the best at whatever he's doing, whether it's interning with the lookouts like he did this summer. But I think he's got an opportunity this year to have a good year um, how well we play up front is going to help him, you know, and, and determine a lot of that. But I think he has, I, I think he's put himself in position to go have a good year. So you got new faces on the offensive line. There's
0: some new faces now in the in the second. You had two safeties last year that had had been here since uh, felt like you left in the, the mid '90s. Those guys have been here so long. Um, what's your biggest question mark? You won't answer Saturday. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, we got to find out how this team handles adversity. I mean, we're going to have some. You know, and I mean, we're not going to roll out there and everything's going to go our way first game. There's going to be stress and strain. And I think that's the biggest thing when you have, you know, and we've talked about it earlier, how uh, you have some young guys in positions that are going to have to go make plays. Um, I'm not concerned with the older guys. I think we've seen them in the fire and how they're going to respond. But – Every group is different, so how this group handles the momentum and adversity of doing it, you know, we're, we're going to, those guys back there are going to go make plays in the secondary. We're going to line up and block folks on the offensive line. I'm not worried about that. I'm My concern is going to be how we handle things when it's not going our way. How can we stop that momentum and make a first down? How can we Stop that momentum and get a stop on defense. I mean, those are the things with a new group and a mix of people. You know, for the first time, going to truly going to battle, not going to practice, but going to battle. How they handle those things.
0: This this football team is um, it's a nice mix of of young guys and 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 some old guys that have that have brought in. From a chemistry standpoint, you like this locker room and how these guys have kind of come together.
1: Yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I mean, I, I think um, I think you got so many young guys trying to make their mark. You know, trying to put their stamp on it. Um, and I think you got some older guys that are like kicked in to see them go do those things too. You know, so it kind of brings everybody you know, to the same purpose. Uh, but, yeah, I do. I, I like the way, again, I, I, I think the way these guys have approached things and attacked things day to day has been really good. And that, that just goes to show you what kind of kids they are, you know, what kind of young men they are trying to do those things. But I, I do. I think, it's a, I think it's a good locker room. Um, now, we haven't been stressed, you know, and that's, that's what's going to show up and that's what we got to get figured out.
0: you tired of answering questions about quarterbacks?
1: Uh, somebody ask them, I'll answer them. Tell me a little bit about this, that quarterback room. Yeah, it's, the, it's been better since January. I think the competition's gotten better. Um, you know, each one of them have a different skill set that kind of helps them. Um, you know, it's been a, been a good mix. Uh, they're all a little different, I think, between Preston and Cole and Lucas and, and Ty. I mean, you know, they, they all do a, things a little bit differently. Um, but they all try to figure out how to maximize their skill set to give them an opportunity to be the guy. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck on Saturday. Appreciate it. See you then.
0: Hey, thanks to Coach Wright for giving us, uh, well, more than just a few minutes this week. Uh, Appreciate uh, Coach always being willing to uh, sit down and talk with us on a game week, and we got an opportunity to visit with him this week. Thanks to uh, Jim Horton and the uh, Chattanooga Sports Information Office for helping put this together and, and line this interview up. Thanks to Tate Johnson for putting it all together, and thanks to you guys for listening as well. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review to Mox on the Mic. We'll be back with you again next Thursday. We do it every week, Talking Mox Athletics. We hope you'll make plans to be with us then. Until then, so long, everybody. We'll see you Saturday night inside Finley Stadium, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review, and we'll see you again soon.